You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas Jay Hill, John Lane, and Trey Ely. What up, fellas? Yo. What up? Yeah, and that's it for me. See y'all later. Good night. <laughs> Jay, Jay saying what's up from uh, from the new car that they just went out and bought at 9 o'clock tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it, man. That's when you get the deals. Because they ready to go. It's like, look. We can sit here all night, or we can do this deal. I'm going to be honest with you. It looks like we're on a Zoom call right now on video, and it looks like Jay Hill is about to leave a murder scene in the woods. <laughs> Yo, you just going to tell everybody, though? You with the dog? With, but he didn't kill the dog. He left the yeah, dog. Man. He didn't kill the dog. No, well, the no, dog he's, he saved the dog. Wait, he, does look, he does a little, look a little bit like OJ in this Why situation. Why do you have to carry your dog? Your dog has four feet. Or four paws. Why are you carrying a dog? It, it looks like from this perspective, it looks like from this perspective that we're the ones being murdered and we're in the trunk. <laughs> oh, he's looking down. Like at he's about like, to close uh, the trunk. What's that, what's that scene from Kill Bill? Right you know the scene right from Kill Bill? Yeah. All looking down. <laughs> <She's in> the, <laughs> yeah. And then they stay fixed on Vivica like right Fox. Vivica Fox is the first one to get out of murder. Oh, uh, man. All right. Well, this is the podcast where we are artists and musicians who love to talk sports. And we're going to get right into our first segment. Uh, a bit of Washington uh, local news. Alex Smith retires officially this week. Uh, also, Jordan Reed retires, but more importantly, Alex Smith Whew. retires. <laughs> no, both of them. Jordan These Reed are two dudes that's getting ready to die out on that football field. Well, Jordan Reed been dying for ten years. Like he ain't played for real. <laughs> like, yeah, but man, he's racking up some concussions. I mean, for sure, he sure did. Um, kind of need a brain to live, bro. I mean, yeah, or be a vegetable. Back. What she said? That's true. 
Oh, oh. oh. Jay, you have to mute. You mute. Well, this yeah, is Jay, you gotta mute. You gotta mute. <laughs> this is a children friendly yeah, podcast. My bad. All we hear is what the fuck? Shit. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> that was Jay's lovely wife, everybody, who, who was inquiring <laughs> about who was to put like parents, I kill parents, please. <laughs> please. All right. Uh, put your kids in the other room. So Alex Smith retires. Um uh thoughts? Well, Trey, you gave yours. You said about, about time, time before they die. Uh, J- uh, John. Well, it was, um, you know, I feel I feel bad that he never really had a chance to get or even make it to a Super Bowl. Uh, who was it? Uh, Jim Harbaugh uh, traded him to Kansas City before they went to the Super Bowl with. Uh, um, I'm about to say Patrick Mahomes. Good Lord. Colin Kaepernick. And then Andy Reid traded him to D.C. Before Patrick Mahomes went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Did I get dark card? Absolutely. You're fine, you're fine though. Dark card again? Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. All right. My bad. <laughs> anyway, all that to say, um, it wasn't really an illustrious career. It was a pretty average career for him. He, um, you know, he, he put numbers he, he didn't put up times drew Brees numbers it was he was very average but he got the job done i mean he uh in his career his complete his uh his completion percentage is just over 60 percent that's not About bad 60, that's good 62 and a half percent that's well, not bad at all that's, that's that's good um so and of course you know look season no one expected for him to do what he did at all. Yeah, the Coming comeback story enough is uh, is enough for him to not go into the Hall of Fame. 2020 sure. comeback player of the year. Yeah, I mean, even I think an article came out that even said that uh, the Washington football team coaches were kind of patronizing to him, even yeah, though Ron right. Rivera said that wasn't the intention, but they were making him do things he doesn't normally do in 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 practice in preseason and. Wait, was Deshaun Watson the coach? Sure, you could play. What? Wow! <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Know, man. Come on. We already there. We, he's been there. Well, so anyway, his record in the two years in DC is um, eleven and five. I think that's better than any quarterback <laughs> besides <laughs> Joe Theismann. <laughs> oh, that's two seasons, or, or Mark Rippon. Um, but that's over Rippin. two seasons. Oh my gosh. What did Rex McGrossman uh, do? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Oh, wow. Do we need to, do we need nope, to go we there? No. Nope. Uh, oh, sexy Rexy. He spent five years in Kansas City. He was 50 and 26, I believe. Um, in San Francisco, he was just over 538 and 36. So He had his best uh, run in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I'm going to just say congratulations to him. And... Um, I'm hoping that maybe he could become a quarterback's coach somewhere. We know that he's mostly a checkdown guy, but he's an extremely intelligent, smart guy, and I think that he would be able to train quarterbacks very well to be superstars. If nothing else, he can work on their mechanics because, you know, he's he's good for his mechanics and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, you don't see him going into TV. Possibly. Hmm. Yeah, I see the that. heroics of what he did and overcame is a nice, uh, well, is a Story? good precursor to yeah to to being a personality. 
But that's more like a I mean, biopic. He showed, than in, he showed yeah. character. I mean, when people, when people show character and do things like that, that kind of sets them up to be something in the public eye. But whose job, oh. like, realistically, would you see him on TV taking somebody else's job, like Tony Romo's job? I think you need to play one more year. What? I think you need to play one more year. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Nah, you, you're talking <laughs> Before what? Before what? Before what, what breaks? <laughs> yeah. Before right. what dies and breaks? Like, he needs to play one year before what happens to him. <laughs> yeah, we don't need him to go through that again. He can't. Well, what were they talking about him, him possibly? He was going, he could have possibly get traded to the Panthers, I think they said. He the was Jag- I didn't hear that. It was a Jaguars. No, the Jaguars. Because Urban Meyer was his yeah, college coach and wanted to pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he probably wouldn't have started it with the Jaguars either, but, you know. No, he just wanted him down there. Oh, he would tie a risk in. Oh, oh. A football team. Oh wow! <gasps> <laughs> you said John said Redskins twice last week. It's fine. Fuck it. Who cares? Like they still Hell trying that, to decide. I that up, so what? <laughs> See, so it doesn't count. <laughs> You're not even here now. You had a murder scene right now. <laughs> You're not here. <laughs> you got you got us on as accomplices. I don't. I don't. That's why you turned your camera off. I get it. Yeah, In his 14 year career, he he went to the playoffs. Uh, he went to seven. He appeared in seven playoff games. Um, that's better than any quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Shots fired. Right. So you, dark, you, got dark card. you got dark card because I said so. That's funny. <laughs> um, all, well, let's, so we all wish that uh, Alex Smith has a a, a nice and. Not a quiet retirement, but like whatever he decides to do next day. <laughs> I just hope that he just yeah just goes and sits in a corner. No, I just want him to be healthy, and whatever he decides to do is best for him and his family. I think that he will make the right choice if he decides to go into TV or if he decides to go into coaching. You know, what about Jordan Reed. Well, I was going there. What about Jordan Reed? Uh, Jordan Reed retires as well. Um, we I seriously hope his he doesn't. History of being. Injury prone, uh, injury laden, rather, um, with so many concussions. And, you know, he had so much promise as the premier tight end here. Uh, went to San Francisco, played decent the year he was there, though. He didn't, he didn't have a bad season when he was in uh, San Francisco, but he retires. Yeah. Your thoughts 26, on Reed? 26 catches, 230 yards, four touchdowns. That's not too bad. I mean, he, yeah, he he didn't do he didn't do. I mean, he barely did that here ever. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, well, his best season he, was 2015 when we went to the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. He had 11 touchdowns for almost a thousand yards and 87 87 catches. They had a lot of they had a lot of hope for him, and you know, for being a a, a big target and a, a a good weapon weapon here, and he just. The injuries, man, like the concussions, just kind of took him out. Like, so yeah, we we wish them uh, both uh, a nice seven retirement. years. Yeah, a nice retirement. I I feel like he, yeah. I, I'm just I, I'm hoping that his life after football is healthy and that he is blessed and fortunate not to suffer what I fear he may have exposed himself to by keep throwing himself out there with all those repeated concussions. CTE man. stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you look up and you hear you talk to people, um, you know, a lot of 
studies or people are saying that, you know, after a certain amount of concussions, there is some kind of permanent damage or, you know, and then, oh, it, sure. you know, it goes yeah. off from there. So, they you relate know, a lot of that CTE stuff to like, uh, but people pro- going off and like committing crimes and murders and stuff like that. Like, well, we're now we're talking about Aaron Hernandez. That's where that is. Well, yeah. Um, as well yeah. As, and they play so, the same position. If, yeah. Still not proven, um, but uh, that makes sense. Like, the link still is not proven that it causes that, but I'm sure it shuts off enough uh, parts to the brain that, yeah, uh, it probably contributed. Anything could happen. Yeah, we, yeah, we and, don't know. They're still doing research on it, but concussions are a real thing, and concussions will take you out. Like, and, <laughs> like, and, and let's keep it real. Like, we know about a lot of concussions. What about the concussions he had that didn't get reported? Because, oh, come on, this is sports. Concussions he got in college, so, concussions he got playing yeah, right. in high school. Like, yeah, that they didn't say anything about because they didn't want to ruin his career. Well, if, we, if we tell him they got a concussion, then he won't be able to play. Be, you more know, realistic, be more realistic than that. They only really started reporting this stuff in the last 10 years, like, period. Like, it wasn't even a big thing. Like, After that until, movie. Before that movie that Will Smith did, it wasn't even and, a and, thing. And when What's-His-Name, uh, Junior Seau, Oh yeah, suicide. yeah, yeah. So it wasn't even a thing before all of that, and it was like, you know, you can play concussed. Like, be like, let's be realistic. Like, you can play concussed. Any given Sunday was a movie about players playing hurt, like and being drugged up to play football, hurt, like by any means necessary, win the football game. And that's what I was just football movies ever, well, sports movies probably arguably ever made. Yeah, I, I was just talking to a. Uh... Um, I won't name who it is just because of the comment, but I was just talking to uh, a uh, a former football player um, that I know um, and that was um, talking about college and, you know, concussions they don't write down and stuff like that because they don't want the person to not be able to play. So, yeah, you don't want to make know. your star player ineligible. You inject his knee with fluid <laughs> or you take the fluid out of his knee. You don't want your tight end to get, you know, taken off the board. You don't say he got concussed coming across well, the middle. <laughs> well, it's it's based off of what you just said, right? In the last few years, they've gotten strict with it. So now they know that the rules are tight. You can't play if you are concussed or you've been concussed this amount of times. It's tight rules. So we're not reporting this because if we report it, they're going to look out for your safety, which won't look out for your career. Football players have a hard way to, to go about it, man. It's it's not it's not an easy sport. You know, they they changed the rules and they made it so that quarterbacks are protected more. But it's still not a it's still a gladiator sport at the end of the day. So if you can if it you is. can play, I mean, the average player out of college plays maybe three or four years before they're out of the league. Like nobody really makes it to like the longevity of players is not no, it's a common not. thing in football for sure. So no, we see the big names lasting, but you got to look at it. From a from a holistic standpoint, most of them don't last that long. Yeah, and, and the fact that Jordan Reed was able to last that long on basically like promise and like you know the hope that he would become what they you know spent the money on is a miraculous story in itself. And Alex Smith coming back from a horrendous injury, like a like a life threatening injury, and going back and suiting up. That's a those are stories that you can't really like make up. So yeah. We wish them to uh, uh, a great retirement, uh, whatever they decide to do after football, because, you know, life after football, when all you've done is football, too, is, is kind of hard to adjust to that. Um, so we wish them well. 
uh, moving on, Wizards have won six in a row and are now in 10th place. Is it time Yay. to buy into the Wizards going into the playoffs? Now, I did hear, I, I heard the other day um, that if the Wizards got in and they played a team like they got in at eight and they played Philly, they would probably give Philly a run for their money. Probably. I mean, is Joel Embiid still playing hurt? He's still playing soft. I don't give a shit if he's playing hurt or not. Oh, sorry. I mean, well, he's, a, he's an MVP <laughs> candidate real. right now. He's an MVP candidate. Um, Sixers have, I know it doesn't really matter right now, but Sixers have lost three in a row. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the Nets. but You don't know what's going on with the right Nets? Now. Everybody knows what's going on with the Nets. Yeah, I they ain't playing. Katie can't play. I don't understand is what I mean. Oh, well. But the team to look out for right now are the Bucks, because I think they're starting to search. They got a really big win tonight, um, and they're they're on that playoff mentality. So I don't know. Do the, the Wizards with- climb up the ladder and go up to nine and and try to catch the Pacers and and the Hornets? The problem. Do we see that with- happening? Probably, I can see them getting past uh, the Pacers. Anybody who's who's talking about the Pacers? Who's on the Pacers? Like real talk, who's playing for I mean, the Pacers? They're, they're under five hundred too, but they're yeah. I mean, no, I, I don't even I don't even know who's on the Pacers right now. Exactly, nobody. And it's like at the end of the day, um, and then you got the Hawks with uh, uh, Trey Young's when Trey, Trey Young's injured. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Pacers, the Collins, Pacers, I forgot to say, Pacers are like. A low budget Miami Heat. It's a low budget. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to this is gonna be real interesting, man. They <laughs> they have definitely surprised me, and I'm glad they did. I wanted them to I wanted them to prove me wrong because I didn't have them winning 20 games the, the way that I saw them. But uh, I I praise Tommy Shepard for finding Daniel Gafford for pennies. He's a great defensive. Uh, structure on the team coming off the bench. He's getting blocks. He's getting rebounds, defensive rebounds, offensive rebounds, and second second chance shots. Um, he's doing what Thomas Bryant should have been doing from from jump. So that's a great find. I hope he can stay healthy. He he seems to be getting banged up a little bit, and he he's he's showing his true colors. He's like he wears his emotions on his sleeves, like whenever he's hurt. So you know, eat that shit up, DG and. You know, let's see if we can get a playoff run here. So, I don't know. We'll see. If they get in, I guess the question I'll pose is, if the Wizards are able to, like, sneak in at this point or, I guess, play play their way in at eight, like, how far do they – I think we asked this question all the time, but how far do they actually go in the playoffs? And what what does the significance of them actually making it to the playoffs this year mean for the franchise – Going it forward. means we're stuck with Scott Brooks another. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I that's, doubt it. That's what I, I it means. They haven't renewed his contract. I doubt it. I, if he, make, if he makes the playoffs and nah. God forbid he wins a series, he'll nah. be here next year. No, no, no. I'm going to agree with you because the reason why we won six in a row is because of Tommy Shepard. It's not because of Scott Tom Shepard went and, and made those trades and got rid of Troy Brown and brought in Daniel Gafford so that we could start using defense. That's not Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks does not teach defense. That's why the Oklahoma City Thunder lost. Uh, they gave up a 3-1 lead and lost because they stopped playing defense. Well, 
he's not coming back. If they go and win a series, they're not renewing his contract. I'm agreeing. I don't think that he he comes back as the head coach. Uh, they make it in the playoffs or not. I think the franchise management is probably done with like kind of not knowing, not having the alpha coach and not having a coach that's going to have uh, the players playing to win on a consistent basis and playing defense. Like I, I think if anything is showing up at this point, it's showing that defense is important, even if you have a shooting league at this point. Defense is still important. You got Jay Hill. And switching switching off in transition is just as important as being able to put up 33s a game. Oh, Jay Hill unmuted his mic. No, it's <laughs> not. We knew that. No, it's not. But we knew it's that. Not, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same as Offense what? wins. Oh offense wins. Defense wins championship. But offense wins. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, you ain't saying nothing that I didn't say. I just said that defense matters. All defense matters. <laughs> it matters, no. man. All def- oh, you one of them. All defense matters. All defense oh, okay. matters. <laughs> man to man, three and two, two and three. Vote, it all matters. Full court press, half court trap, it all matters, bro. Like It matters when you go into the second half of the season and you're trying to play for a chip. It all matters. And the defense all team, defense matters. Yeah, that's going to be the show called. That's the name of the show this week. All defense matters. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts about the Wizards going and playing themselves into the playoffs? Um, oh, we left out uh, uh, Russell Westbrook's numbers. Like, he has some impressive numbers uh, the last couple uh, of games for sure. Yeah, he broke the record. Yeah. He um his Most, comments were 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 better than anybody else's could be. Yeah, <laughs> his that's, that's interesting. He said, Re- "Really?" It's oh. like he didn't know. He knew, but he doesn't. Care. Of course, he knew. Yeah, he, he said, that's but his response was basically like, "Y'all are talking like I'm not." <laughs> well, I mean, listen, look at how right. how often and how bad they talked about how he was playing, and then when you put him his numbers up against the other point guards, the other top tier point guards in the league, he's over top of him in terms of like effectiveness and especially in the fourth quarter like it's like bro somebody needs to tell russell westbrook welcome to dc when you come here and lose they're gonna talk about you like that just welcome to dc bro when you come here and win they do talk about you like that they don't care like and then they they're always looking at washington fans seem to have one foot out the door at any given moment for any player it's like "Eh, i'm not really sold on them yet Wait till he gets injured and see what happens. If he doesn't get injured, yeah, uh, this Michael Jordan guy, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, like Michael, that was Michael Jordan, but is he Michael Michael Jordan? Like, is he Michael or is he Michael? Or is he <laughs> Michael? <laughs> Just Michael Maxson? I, I was getting ready to say that because we were at the studio. <laughs> I was at the studio today when Jay Jay Hill cut uh, Billy Jean and F, and we went in and played in an F sharp. <laughs> You motherfuckers. A day later. Damn. You motherfuckers. <laughs> and Damn. you don't notice until, like, the the A section of it. Well, I guess it's all the A section, the verse. But you don't notice it until the second eight bars of the song that we're playing in two different keys. And I had I had the engineer burn me a CD of it. And then when Jay, we went to, the, me and Zach Cutler went to the uh, gas station. We were all in the same car. Jay went inside to gas station to get something out of the gas station. Came back and it was playing in the car. And me and Zach were in the gas station on the ground laughing at him. And he was pissed because Yo, he still got that. I need to hear that. I got I call it. Hey, call can it, you play it on the show? 
what we called it? Jilly Bean? It was called yeah. uh, Jacko Max and yeah, Jilly Bean. Jilly <laughs> Bean. <laughs> it's somewhere. And if I, you I got that, that when, when did this happen? This was like 07, 08, maybe? 2007? Oh, I didn't yeah, hear I this. Like, I remember yeah. you told me this story, but, but I think I've never that was heard when it. we did the show out of town. Well, we were recording with uh, Jam and Jeff Warren for his demo for the band, and you went in, Jay had went in and cut vocals with the drummer. And then me and Zach went in the next day and we were like, wait a minute, this song is is an F sharp. Or we just had a we were having like this constant debate about what what the key the actual song was in. And then me and Zach decided to put it in another key. And then when we went to the playback, it was like, oh, Jay sang it in F. And we didn't change it. We just kept it. <laughs> it's like, let wow. Jay sound like an asshole. It's fine. It's it's all good. Um, moving on. Uh the Nationals win this second series out of four. Um, Scherzer's one for one the season passes the Cy Young in all time strikeouts. Uh I don't have Jeez. anybody listed for this. Yeah, segment, he passed, he passed Mike Messina. <laughs> John and Trey. Yeah, he passed Basket, Cy Young. Baseball experts. He passed he passed Cy Young. Um he uh he's the GOAT, man. I mean, the guy is a three time Cy Young Award winner. Uh he's a two thousand nineteen World Series champion. He's the strikeout king. His uh, win-to-loss percentage, well, his best win-to-loss percentage was uh, when he was with Detroit in 2013 at 875, which is Jeez. seriously monumental. I mean, that's when he won his first Cy Young. Um, and then he's been around the 700s a few times with the Nationals. Uh, last season, not as much. He finished 5-4 and four on the season. Uh and then the year before that, the World Series year, it was 6-11. Um, but uh, Scherzer right now is still the head honcho. Uh, and I think even Steven Strasburg knows that because he's injured now. Again. And before the season started, uh, Davey Martinez was going to ask Steven Strasburg if he wanted to start. And he said no. He said, no, I want to go second. I want to go after Max. So um, Max had a... Great start to the season, even though he, he gives up a lot of home runs. And I think, Trey, you had a very good uh, piece of logic about why he gives up home runs. So I'm going I'm to turn it to you. And Yeah, because that's all he gives up. Either you're getting a home run off him or you're getting nothing. He's yeah, a pop-up pitcher. so it's be, Yeah, because he throws that fastball. Yeah, he's a pop-up pitcher. Yeah. Yep, his fielder's got to catch it. He's got to field the ball. At it, he, all they do is they yeah. pop it up. He, they pop it up. So if he so, if he gives something up, it's going to be a home run. That's all you. That's all you're going to get off of. Right. And you're not going to yeah, get he a rarely, whole lot of. Rarely gives up base hit. Amazing. So uh, anyway, Nationals are currently they're no longer last. I think they're second to last. Um, Trey, I think the Braves are in last place. Yay! Right uh, and. It's going to be a really tight race. I think the Nats are 5-7, and seven, and the Mets, who we play tomorrow night and are in first place, they've won seven games. So we are not far from first place. The Mets are we trash. Everyone hates the Mets. Well, the Mets always start off really well, and then they suck after the month of June. Except they sucked before. They, they just didn't know it yet. Wow. Well, except the year they went to the World Series. When was that, 2015? 14 can't remember um but after that i mean they just have a horrible bullpen so 
Jacob DeGrom, great starting pitcher, but if you can't have any relievers after him, he can go about six or seven innings, but after that, if you don't have no relievers, Mets are giving up runs. So anyway, all that to say, Nats are not out of it. The Nats are picking up steam slowly but surely. Stalin Castro is hitting the ball very well. He's uh, he's uh, He's got a great RBI percentage right now. Josh Bell and Josh Harrison, they... They are balling right now. The two Negroes on the team are balling right now. <laughs> two Negroes. And we need them to because Juan Soto's injured. So Andrew Stevenson, who I like as a pinch hitter, um, he's he's doing he's doing okay. Uh, but Josh Bell and Josh Harrison, man, those guys are fantastic. I'm so glad we got them. Yeah, when we lose Juan Soto and Steven Strasburg early in the season, that just that's the type of season that you're like, man, what the heck. Yeah, but once we get him back, I think if we just continue to win series, not necessarily teams, but just win series, obviously you got to win games, win series. But if we just focus on winning the series, then I think it will be in good shape. So, well, um, and that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball always ends like bet at that, but it but bet every time we do the baseball second. <laughs> Um, am I looking at well? Trey said it, man. We got to take we got to take Dennis and Jay Hill to a to a Nats yep. game. Uh, hey, look, I'm I'm ready. Uh, let's go. I'm with it. Well, well, you know, COVID standing. I'm I'm with it. The food yeah, is great. I mean, they're letting fans in now. So, how many they played four games this season so far? Uh, four series. Four series. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's already they're already through almost through one <laughs> month of baseball, so they they played like uh, dude they play almost every day, bro. Games, yeah, they play <laughs> almost every day. They didn't yeah. play today. It sounds like the Olympics. Yeah, they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they have a break, and then another uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So well, good for them. Good for them for having games that often. <laughs> uh, I get, well, we're at our first break then okay let's take our first break <laughs> uh we're gonna take a break and when we'll be back this uh we'll, we'll be back this uh, sports things hey everybody john lane here i want to let you guys know exactly where you can find us online on instagram and facebook it's at sports and things the spelling s-p-o-r-t-z underscore and underscore things t-h-i-n-g-z yeah we had to spell it that way on twitter it's at is sports that's capital i capital z sports with a z and you can find us there and get the latest updates on all things sports and all things music and all things things be sure to click the follow button too now let's get back to the program and welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get into our next segment. The NFL owners okay replay changes. They also okay the new rule of scrimmage passing. Uh, Dumb. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks, Trey. Thanks for uh, your thoughts. Uh, anybody else want to go? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Any more? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just Trey. It's just it's kind of pointless, man. It's just kind of pointless. I mean, like, yeah, who I, asked I for that? Like, for what? Yeah, I agree. 
I don't understand, especially the scrimmage line. Of so if you do one of those pitch and then pitch to someone, you know, like one yeah, of those have a trick play. Yeah, yeah. Another guy goes one way and passes it, and the other guy goes another way and then passes it. Like you can't That's do that. Is. They're trying you to know, make the game more yeah. exciting for people to watch. Uh, but, wouldn't but, that but, be but exciting? They don't. They don't play all the time. So why is that? Why? What? What? What does changing that rule do? Nothing. Doesn't do anything. That's no, pretty yeah, stupid. You're right. That's uh, how frequently are those plays run? I don't even understand why that was even a topic. For that's what I'm saying. Time. Like how Once often every do you two see those years, plays bro. run? <laughs> like, come on, oh, man. I guess, and guess I what? And Dennis, you said that they wanted to make it more exciting. Every time one of those plays is run, I guarantee you it's a highlight. Even if it doesn't go well, somebody's going to say, "Look what they tried to do." Yeah, it goes on the uh, what is it? The the, high, the, the, the Benny top Hill list, <laughs> the top ten hot list, or something like that. Either way, right? One way or another, it's going to be on the highlight show. Yeah, I mean, they made other changes too. Like they they let players they approve players, or they gave a relaxation on players wearing numbers that were single digits in different positions, besides like. The, the, the typical that'll probably uh, make for some cool jerseys. Tom I don't think merch moves. Tom Brady, but I don't. Th- I don't it. think it's gonna be. I don't think that's gonna be as as big as everybody's making it because I don't think people want to change like that. Like I don't. I don't think it's a. But you get a new rookie class every year, Jay. Like let's go. Yeah, I can't imagine somebody playing like that's that. True, type of band, but, like, you but Jay, you get a new rookie class every year. Five years from now, it'll be all over the place. Yeah, but in five years now, Tom Brady will be dead. So. Uh Oh. And five years from now, that rule might be gone. Yeah. It's like, if your left <laughs> you know tackle is mean? it's, it's just one of those, like... No, no, no. So they didn't change offensive or defensive linemen. They didn't change them. They didn't even touch them. Well, so it's just running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defensive backs, and linebackers. linebackers. Can change yeah. The you know, yeah. I'm not... I, it's just they didn't touch the line because Why would you care if a linebacker <laughs> has a number five or number six on. Like, he's still coming right. to hit you, nigga. His, like, get out the way. His argument would have made sense if it was linemen or defensive line. Right, right. I, I, I guess but his I argument also, was about linebackers because that's all that's left that you'd have to worry about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, either that or it's just the fact. I mean, you got a scouting report that tells you who number 11 is. You know, if you don't know the fucking name, you just, you just, it's not like game day you're going to go, wait, number 11 is now number two? Oh shit! No block number left. Block number two. Like it's not that serious. Yeah. Like it's not game. It's not a game day change. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you've been wearing number fifty four the whole time, and then the day before you're gonna put on number six and be like, "Ha ha, got you." Right. Like, no. We know we, we game plan for number six. You were number six. Like it's that's what it is. Like I don't need to know your last name. I mean, name. the only thing that could be I could imagine being confusing or problematic from a Tom Brady perspective is that. Linebackers and defensive backs could have the same type of numbers. That's the only thing. Because the defensive line, they didn't touch it. It's the same. It's what is it? uh, uh, 50 through uh, 79 or whatever it is. And then 90 through 99. That's defensive line. Right. So yeah. it's but if you have a linebacker that's number two and a cornerback that's number three, then I don't know. You, Why is that confusing? You know you got a you know you got a linebacker on a wide receiver if he burns the shit out that wide receiver. I'm not corner. making his argument. <laughs> All I'm saying is that that's the only thing he could have been talking about is linebackers and and defensive backs because that's the only thing that it would have affected. I think Tom Brady sees in blue and yellow. That's the only colors he sees. 
they also got rid of the taunting. Uh, the, the oh, yeah, the taunting. Too. Yeah, Can't talk. They didn't get rid, rid of, of that. it. No, nah, they're supposed to be cracking down on it more. That's they what I That's what I new rule. They're implementing the rule. Yeah, they're enforcing it. They're going to be enforcing it harder is what they're yeah. saying. You know, I'm I'm afraid that it's going to be another league. Ridiculous. Like, when they ever, when I guess. No when fun the, league. When the Rock, whenever <laughs> the Rock gets from? the XFL um, up and running, they might have a real serious competition with the restructured XFL because they're going to let them guys have fun. And at the end of the day, if you're talking about entertainment and you're trying to cut all these rules and like make the game like stringent and all that stuff, and then you got another league coming around with the WWE mentality, but more structured than it was before it, it failed last time because it, you know, we all saw it fall and it failed quickly. Um, but you got more structure, you got more people invested in it, more professionals invested in it. I think it, it, you're just kind of leaving the, the door open for another league to come in and say, I mean, NFL's a juggernaut in the day. Like, it's been a juggernaut. It's going to be what it is. But when you crack that door, you crack that window, you still give the opportunity for another league to come in here and, like, take some of your pie. And I I, I would argue that the XFL might wind up doing it if they do it right. But the XFL is so far behind, all they'll do is just shake the NFL up and force the NFL to do some better things. It won't like but it's not like it, the XFL is going to take over. I, you know, it's just going to put pressure on the NFL to make better decisions, yeah, which I'm is good for us. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like you know, I just that, don't believe in the XFL. Uh, to me, the XFL is <laughs> it's not real. I don't believe in it. it doesn't exist. The football version. Right yeah, it, it well, doesn't no, exist. But, and then COVID, COVID kind of sidelined a little bit, but you had like some real people kind of sign into it, namely the Rock, who kind of signed into, you know, make sure that it. It took shape. Eh, we'll see. But you know, we don't. We don't know. And I mean, if it does what Trade says, if it does what, even if it shakes, uh, it ruffles a little feathers and makes the NFL kind of be like, okay, let's loosen up on some things and let's let these guys. Have. I mean, they're not going to be putting names like he hate me on the back of jerseys for the NFL. That's never going to happen. But you know, they might <laughs> they might change some of the rules and let these guys kind of like taunt or like you know just have fun on the field. Like it's a game at the end of the day. It's a so fucking yeah. game. The thing is, some of the, the 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 major theme for me with all these rules is, none of them seem like they were prompted by anything, at all. Just, like, nobody like got they, in trouble. That, that's what is is strange to me. Well, you have a bunch of owners who are sitting in a room saying, "We don't want certain things." It's like the old but guy on the why? block. Something had to trigger like the conversation. It's the old guy on the block mentality. Yeah. You know, the old guy on the block. I feel like it's also. I feel like it may yeah. have been. It may have been one of them. Like we tried to vote it down last year, we tried to vote it down the year before. Oh, and I think yeah. this is just me the several year years that it got enough. It. Yeah, it just yeah. got enough votes. It yeah. came up on the um, on the docket so again. It, it didn't have to be anything recent that caused those rules right. to come into play. It never exactly. does. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. like, it could have been something that happened like 1986 when Lawrence Taylor did something to somebody. Remember when he tackled Joe Osmond and threw the middle finger at his ass and was like, "Fuck you, nigga." We've been trying to get this taunting rule in place since night. 1934. 1934. <laughs> 1934. <laughs> and they still wearing leather helmets. All right, dog. We good. <laughs> like, I don't. I think it's silly. I, it's just Moving silly. On. Moving on. Uh, candidate for MVP in the NBA at this point. Let me get everybody's take on who they think their MVP player would be at this point. Uh, 
Jay Hill, you can go first. Westbrook. What? Oh boy. Yeah. Westbrook. Come on, man. All right, whatever. I should have. All right, nah, I'm joke, glad joke. I started with you. Get out. Mute, mute. Who? Jokic. Joker. <laughs> nah, Jokovic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. John. He's ball. Jo- you mean jo- Jokic? Yeah, Jokic. He said the Joker. He said the Joker. The Joker, yeah. Um, Man. You know what? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, then don't say <laughs> it. Then no, don't fucking it. say it. Say it. Bradley Beal. No. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Joel Embiid. Say that. Say that. Oh, oh. No, man. MBDB. I'd rather fuck you say that. Bradley Bill. What the fuck? I'm going to say Embiid. I'm and the only Embiid. reason I say fuck that is because I, because when I saw somebody put the stats up, that motherfucker ain't played half as many games as Joker. I know. He played half I, as many I know. Games. I know. I, Get the fuck out. I know that. But he can't be the MVP and not play. That doesn't make that doesn't add up. Exactly. You know, you, you know who else had that wow. argument was um Shaq and, and Ch- and T. And um I believe it was uh Shaq who was uh basically saying that Joel Embiid when he came back from his injuries, he still put us he was still putting up the same I mean if not a player comes back from me slowly get back to the numbers they had before they were injured. He's basically saying he's averaging almost 30 points a game when he got injured. And when he came back, he still averaged 30 points a game, 11 rebounds, you know, three assists, one and a half block shots. But he's still averaging 30 points a game. That's pretty insane. So that's my only argument. Um, the Joker's averaging about 26 points a game and 10 rebounds. So, of course, and eight assists. So, of course, those numbers basically put him in the front as a front runner for uh MVP, but I think it's gonna be a close race between he and um and Joel Embiid. But seriously, wouldn't Westbrook wouldn't Westbrook be somewhat in this conversation? He should be. The team ain't doing enough. I would put Westbrook. I would put Westbrook in that conversation. But Steph Curry's in the conversation. This team is five hundred. And we just beat him. Fucking Curry. Wow. Wow. He's, oh. he's, not, he's ninth, right? He's ninth. I don't think he's in that conversation. <laughs> he's, he's in ninth. the conversation, but, yo. But, but look, Luka, in the conversation. Yeah, he is. Luka, he Doncic, is. Luka Doncic is third on the NBA MVP list. He's averaging uh, 12 eight, eight rebounds and eight assists. Like, look at the fucking numbers that Westbrook is putting up. Why is he not on this list? Because he's on a losing team? Yeah, at, at the end of the day, most valuable player should be the most valuable player for the league, not for your team. Right. And if he's if he's putting up numbers that suggest he's one of the best players in the world, it doesn't matter if your team's losing or not. It's a team sport. He's not that's even a, in the top 15. That's crazy. It's a it's a Hi. team it's a team sport. It's an individual award. It's not most valuable team player. It's most valuable player. Period. But but it uh, the way that I understand the award, I mean, is you're the most valuable player to your team. That's to, because they, whatever they, team. They, they blur that line every time it comes up in a conversation. <laughs> they blur the line every time. That award should be, if you want to have a most valuable team player, make a most valuable team player award, period. Yeah, and right. then you have a most exactly. valuable player. They're saying the, the, the most valuable player. Steph Curry's number what? nine on this list. If Steph Curry's number nine, 
Bradley Bill and Westbrook should be on this list at some point. Westbrook for sure, because he's averaging a triple fucking double. Almost every damn game. He's putting up numbers that nobody has done before. He's putting up numbers no one has done. We lost Jay's gone. Fuck him. (laughs) So the person that I think should be considered that probably won't get it um, is Chris Paul because of the (laughs) impact that he's had to his team. I'm not laughing oh, no, at he's you. Got a I'm sorry. Point. I'm the impact that you. he's had to his yeah, team. I'm not laughing at you. I that team was not even a yeah, contender. No, he goes right. out there and they're one of the top teams in the West. Look, every time Chris I remember Ball, Charles Barkley said, "Go ahead, go ahead." What I say? No, I remember Charles ahead. Barkley saying that. Charles Barkley was saying that he would have put Chris Paul in the running for MVP. He yeah. made a huge difference, man. Every team that Chris he's a difference Ball maker has been on since he left New Orleans, has been a contender until he got injured. Period. He's put up the same numbers. He's, he's been the same player. He's been the same type of player who leads his team every year until he got injured. Period. That's yep. consistent play. That's consistent leadership. He should always be in a conversation. He's not right now because of the team he plays for. That's it. But and the problem with that is that team is actually doing well, which is crazy. Aren't they number one in the West? The Suns? They might be. Yeah. They're close. Huh. Um, Utah still. I, I forgot to look. They're up. They're they're in the yeah, they're they're in the in the in the fight there. Um uh, Yeah, Westbrook is averaging 20, 21 and a half points a game. He's averaging almost 11 assists. That's a, he put 11. up a double-double, and he's not in the conversation? And they're a winning team? Come on, man. Like He, he has nine and, he's averaging nine and a half defensive rebounds. What? Yeah, Phoenix is second in the Western Conference, bro. Yeah. They're second so, in yeah. the Western Conference, and they were – what they, did they even make eighth seed? They had a nice showing in the bubble. I mean, they, like, oh, look they, at this they, young team. They played but, into the bubble. They played. They played into the bubble, and they did well in the bubble. Right. They, they were they like, weren't. yeah, this young team is. Yeah, they they'll be promising down. The line. You add Chris Paul, they're the second best team in the West. This is what I'm saying to you. At the end of the day, how is he not MVP? Right. <laughs> at least discussion. No, wait, John, read his numbers again. You said 21, 10 or twenty one, eleven and nine. Twenty one, eleven and nine. Yep. And they are number two in the West, and he's not even on the top ten of this list. No, no, that's Russell Westbrook. Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> my Chris Paul. Wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> Who numbers you I'm talking read? about? Westbrook. I'm the real Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were reading Chris Paul's numbers. My bad. I'm sorry. I went back to Westbrook because um, I pulled his his stats up while you guys switched to Chris Paul. Chris Paul is averaging 15, uh, 16 points a game, um, just under nine assists, and about eight rebounds. No, I'm sorry, five rebounds. Still, those numbers for a point guard, who what, Chris Paul's like 6'3", maybe, if he's 6'3", 6'2", maybe? He's 6. Dude, come on, man. Like The he's dude can feet. shoot. He can pass. He can facilitate. He can lead. 
he should be in the conversation for MVP. But if you go most valuable, this team was trying to play in. So the play in is like what we talk about the Wizards or whatever. The 10, 9 seed. Now they're two. What changes did they make? They got Chris Paul. They Yes. And what cha- every time, I'll say it again, every time Chris Paul has gone to a team, he's made that team better until he got injured. You're absolutely right, Dennis. But let's talk about this time. This time he took a team from teetering on the outside to second in the conference. Yeah, that's very Sounds true. like LeBron to me. And LeBron is in the conversation. Sounds like dude needs to be in the MVP conversation, if not I the MVP. I disagree. Um, hold up. Let me do my pick. Uh, and we can take another break. I do not agree with John's MB pick. <laughs> of course you don't. Uh, yeah, that was no brainer. Wait, wait. Um, before you say that, by the way, Chris Paul is in is in the top fifteen for MVP candidate. He should be in the top five. I think he's I think he's fifteen yeah. under Jimmy Butler. Oh. Yeah, that's, I mean, Kyrie's yeah. in the conversation. Kyrie's Come top, on, man. Top 15. Let me let me give you the let me give you the bottom five of the fifteen. Kyrie hasn't been on the floor. Devin the Booker, whole... Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, and Chris Paul. Those are the I, five. Devin I, Booker I, is I, above Chris Paul. Devin Booker is Devin Booker's above Chris Paul. Yes. But okay. You know All you right. want to know who number 10 is? <laughs> Donovan. Oh, oh, oh no. That's not Donovan. It's, it's Rudy. Oh, it's Rudy Gobert. Whose article is that? This is the NBA. <laughs> NBA.com. <laughs> it's it's the people who, who show us the games. Yeah. This this is you the can shut up, Trey. <laughs> They're still in the bubble. Well, right. <laughs> I'll give you my pick. Um, LeBron. Nah, I'm not going to go right. LeBron. I, nah, he's been out too long. Um, I'm going to go with the Joker, too. I think the Joker is probably the best facilitating big man we've seen in a long time. Uh, and he his numbers suggest that he should be considered the MVP for this year. Depending on what Denver does in the playoffs and how well they do, I mean, because this 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 award is decided when they enter the playoffs, so it's a regular season award. But so isn't the, Jamal Murray injured? Yeah, he's yes. injured. But we're not talking about a playoff run, so it doesn't. No, matter. no, no. I'm saying like this award is decided before they go into playoffs. Like they just announce it during the playoffs. So if he keeps up his numbers the way he is, and for some reason Steph Curry doesn't average sixty points a game for the rest of the season. I'm gonna <laughs> give it to Joker. You mean like he did last night? Oh, whoops! Like he did. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> well, like I'm he did this five, the five or seven games before last night. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like Steph Curry looked like shit. Last you can night. have one off night if you're averaging fifty points a game, bro. Like, yeah, but fine. you can't look like that if you're Steph Curry. I mean, he looked that's like true. me shooting the ball. That's true. All right, so those are our MVP picks, and we're gonna take another break. Um, this is sports and things. We'll be back. What's up, y'all? This is Jay Hill from the Sports and Things Podcast, you know. And in case you missed it, we recently partnered with Fubo TV. What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV brings you 100 plus channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and more, without the hassle of a cable contract. Don't believe me? Click the link in our bio, start your seven day free trial today. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. Um, we're going to get into our next segment, which is John Lane presents the Sports and Things news. Thank you, Mr. Turner. Yay! Mr. John Lane and 
This is the Sports and Things News on Yay. April 22nd, 2021. We're going to start with a little bit of sad news. They do say that deaths come in threes. Mm. Uh, in our last podcast, we talked about DMX. We didn't get a chance to say rest in peace to Black Rob, who Whoa. was more famous for his uh, hit single, Whoa. Um, and tonight, we just learned right before we started started recording... Shock G from Digital Underground has passed. Um, the rap legend was found dead uh, Thursday in a hotel room in Tampa, according to his father. Um, they said the cliff death is unclear. There are no signs of trauma. Um, you know, Shock's, uh, Shock G's father says authorities will conduct uh, an autopsy. He was uh, basically, he pioneered the hip-hop group Digital Underground of course, uh, their most famous hit was uh, the Humpty Dance. Yep. Um, and another super hit was I Get Around. And I will say this uh, very wholeheartedly. Without Shock G, there is no Tupac. Shock G was the one who basically tailored and crafted Tupac to become what, he, what, what we all know him famously as. So he was a phenomenal producer. Um, a great songwriter, and he was a pioneer to West Coast music. Not just West Coast hip-hop, but West Coast music. He was an ambassador to West Coast music and, and, and hip-hop. So um, he's going to be very, very sorely missed. He was an, an incredibly bright, intelligent man, um, and he will be sorely missed. He died at the age of 57. Gone too soon, man. Rest in peace to Shock G. Um, one of my favorite songs is "I Get Around." That's just a it's just a yep. dope song, man. Like, it, yeah. it's it's playful, but it's like you know, it's it's a it's a it's a dope, it's a well crafted song. So, shout out to him, uh, rest in peace, prayers and condolences to his family and his friends. Um, it's a loss to music, to the music world, and it's a loss to arts and just life in general, man. Gone too soon, for sure. All right, so moving on this Sunday will be the 93rd Academy Awards. Um, I don't even know who's hosting it this year. Is it that is it um, that guy who does musicals again? I can't remember. Who, but uh, I want to spend a... Spe- huh? The late night host? Uh, no, no. He, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The late night host. What's his name? I can't think of his name. He does anyway. the, uh, the car karaoke joints. Yeah. I want to say it's him. I could be wrong, though. But um, I want to spend a very special care. shout out to the Academy Awards music director, Questlove, um, who will be running all of the music. Is he like so, DJing or? No, he's playing. Oh, okay. He's, playing. He's, got a, he's, he's going to have a band there. So, um, Wow. Special shout out to him. He's doing some really, really big things this year. He's got a, a, a documentary coming out on Sly and the Family Stone at a, at a, at a summer festival which has never been seen before. So uh, Questlove's doing some really, really good things for for the culture. Nice. Uh, but the Oscars are coming up this Sunday, and I'm going to just give you all a few nominees. The uh, nominees for actor in a leading role is, I don't, and I, you got to forgive me, I don't even know most of these names, but uh, Riz Ahmed for the music Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Anthony Hopkins, we all know him and his role in the movie The Father. Gary Oldman in the film Mank. And Stephen Yoon in Minari. I know um, Gary Oldman. Actress. 
in a leading role, Viola Davis in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andre Day, United States versus Billie Holiday. Shout out to T Fox who did drums on that song. Uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomad Land. I don't even know what that movie is. And Carrie Mulligan on Promising Young Woman. And for Film of the Year, is it is it Film of the Year? No, I guess they do Best Picture. Best Picture nominees. Tell me, stop me if you've heard these before, but The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mank. I heard about that one. That's a that's the the movie about um. That's the movie by Shaka King, right? Right, when it, the so. dude infiltrated the uh, Black Panther party. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. And uh, just one more. I'm going to give you guys nominees for music, original score. Terrence Blanchard, the jazz great for Defy Bloods. Hmm. Mank, which was... That was a good uh, score. It was a good score. It stand out to me. Uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did Mank. Uh, Emily Masseri for Minari. James Newton Howard for News of the World. And Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John uh, Baptiste for Soul. So those are just some of the nominees for some of the categories for the Oscars that will premiere on Sunday. I'll say this too. So Terrence Blanchard's score for that movie didn't stand out to me, but Terrence Blanchard's scores for all the Spike Lee movies that he's done have been significantly great. So I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention to the score at the time. When I was watching a film, because I think Chadwick had just passed away when we were watching the film. So, go back. Yeah. By the way, he's got a great podcast on Quest Love Supreme. I think it just came out. So check out Terrence Blanchard on that. Uh, And finally, I don't know if this falls in the category of criminals or stupid, but I'm gonna let y'all decide. So, a Florida couple decided they wanted to have their dream wedding at their lavish six million dollar mansion. Um, but then it was ruined when an uninvited guest turned up. The uninvited guest was the actual owner of the mansion. <laughs> uh, Courtney Wilson, <laughs> Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones, Courtney Wilson is the husband, Shanita Jones is the wife, were set to tie the knot on April 17th. They sent out invites to their, quote unquote, their lavish $6 million home. But... <laughs> Uh, when the, the about-to-be newlyweds arrived to set up their big day, they were shocked to discover the nine-bedroom, 15-bathroom estate was not unoccupied as they obviously thought it was. The real owner of the Hancock Road home is Nathan Finkel, who is the heir of the IHOP franchise. <laughs> Nathan Finkel called 911 to report that there were strangers at his gate, insisting that there was a, they were insisting that there was a wedding there of which he had no idea. Uh, the dispatcher said, uh, you know, I have people, uh, according to the dispatcher, he said, I have people trespassing on my property and they keep harassing me, calling me. They say they're having a wedding here and it's God's message. I don't know what's going on. All I want is for it to stop. And they're sitting in my property right at the front gate right now. Um, That absolutely falls under criminals are stupid. (laughs) 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 Like, First off, that sounds like Beverly Hills Cop 2 when Axel Foley just took over the house. <laughs> yeah, it does. Right. <laughs> and just, hey, y'all stop working. I'm going. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. the owner of the house. 
how do you how do you case a house and then come back and then still insist on going in when the owners did? Right. <laughs> like, what they cased the house. They went there and was like, this house is unoccupied. We can do this next week. And they went back. And the owner was there and they said, fuck it. We still go in the house. That's criminals. The show must go on. Yeah, okay. That's dumb. Well, Finally. finish up. They said the hundreds of guests were invited back to the fo- uh, the following morning for a Sunday brunch. Uh, they were served delicacies from a renowned chef um, on the res- on the, the there's like a resort style pool in the back and they were entertained by a live jazz band. So it sounds like Nathan, uh, well, it says here, a few months later, the guy asked Nathan if he could use Nathan's backyard for a wedding, and Nathan said no. So I think wait, wait, wait. He- <laughs> wait. So they tried to break into the house. He said he called the cops. The next day, he threw them a party. And then months later, he said, y'all still can't get married here? No, no, no. Someone else a few oh, months okay. later asked if they could get married there, and he, he said no. I was like, oh, you got to kill that guy. Like, he throw you a party and he don't let you get married there. He got to go. Like, yeah, that's, so <laughs> that's unfortunate. I guess. Uh, so did, did, did the couple get that, married? They ended up getting married. It doesn't say where, though. It didn't say if. Um, I'm, I'm even looking at the in, the invitation here. It's a really nice invitation. And <laughs> the address is right there. They showed so, their money on the invitation, not the house. Clearly. <laughs> in the words of Fred Irby III from Howard University, you fucked up. Wow. I'm John Lane, and that's the Sports and Things News. Thanks, John. News. That was that was insightful. Uh, we're going to wrap up this week with our Artist of the Week. And since Jay Hill has signed off to go make another murder, I will take he his said, place he first. He said his phone died. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it did. That's not the only thing that died tonight. Jay. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> I beat you to it. I saw Trey come up. Trey set up. I was like, I'm getting this one. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't figure out a way to work J- Deshaun Watson into that one. Oh my gosh, I should have oh, known. Um, so my first artist of the week uh, is going to be, um, you know, I- I'm actually going to shout out one of my homies. I'm going to shout out Jesse Boykins the third. Um, he's been promoting uh, his new clothing line, um, and he had a record come out a couple years ago. He had a song in it called Morris, um, and I just want to shout my boy out, Jesse Boykins III. Just check out his discography, man. Like, I'm not going to tell you which record to check out. Like, he he has a bunch of records out. Just go check them all out. Follow him on Spotify. You can listen to all the stuff that he's putting out. That's my first He's a great album. artist. He didn't like any of my remixes, but he's a great artist. Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trey, you go. Hey, uh, 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 could you pass the salt? <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> We got a specialty salt in here. <laughs> um, my artist of the week. My artist of the week is a group um, called Lettuce. Lettuce is a oh, yeah. funk, jazz, Adam. fusion, funkish type of band. Yeah, shout um, out Adam Beach. Yep, yep. They have some roots here, so some folks might know some of the members, and they're funky. And you should check them out, Lettuce. That's all you got? Okay. Uh, John? My artist of the week is Sting and the police. Um, I've been a police fan since I was in grade school. I don't know. It was just something about their their sound was very, very 
encapsulating. And then when Sting broke off and went solo, and he basically stole the band members a weather report. He defunded the, band. the police. Wow. That's the that's the title of uh title of this episode. Yeah. Sting <laughs> defunded the police. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's um, there. So yeah, when he went solo and started using jazz musicians because he he felt like he could learn he could learn from better mu- musicians who are better than him, it made me have a level of respect for him. So um, I've been a fan of his solo work for a very very long time, and I've always dreamed of uh, touring with him. But that's a long shot, at least now it is. Um, but anyway, my favorite You're album. Practicing yoga. Yeah, tantric <laughs> yoga. My favorite album is uh, Ten Summoners Tales by the incomparable uh, Vinnie Carl yep, Udall. That's everybody's favorite. That is yeah, the one. Probably the greatest Sting album that's out right now. So that's my artist of the week. Nice. Uh, so my second artist of the week, I'm going to break the mode from what we normally do. I'm going to say my second artist of the week is a cast um, from the, the cast of the show Snowfall that comes on FX. If you haven't seen this show, you need to check the show. I've only seen one episode. I got to get caught up on that. Dameson, Idris, Idris. Yeah, I heard Idris. I need to check that one out it too. Yeah, inc- it's it's basically about how a crack got started, like the crack yeah. epidemic started in America, how um, U.S. government funneled drugs in through California, and then it kind of spread around. But the 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 uh, the star of the show, uh, Dameson Idris, is uh, he's super convincing as a kid from South Central, and he's from the U.K. Um, so shout out to him. Shout out to the whole cast. It's a really, I mean, shout out to John Singleton. It was his. It was created by him, um, who also has who left us too soon. Um, so rest in peace to him and his family, and you know, condolences to his family as well. But the show itself, like, it is super dope. Um, they're on season number four right now. So you got you got a couple seasons. You can just binge watch it, you guys. You can just go in and binge watch it. I'm already at the end of season four. Uh, it's a dope show. So check it out. Uh, and that's my second artist of the week. And that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys for checking us out. On behalf of the brothers, um, Jay Hill, who is probably stabbing somebody right now, <laughs> and uh, John Lane and Trey Ely, uh, oh. this is our show, Sports and Things. Uh, shout out to our partners with uh, Fanatics.com. Go to the website, check out some stuff, tell them you sent, we sent you, get a discount on some gear, um, represent your team. Also, Fubo TV. Um, and unhinged sports network and also eaton uh hotels playlist we're all um, partners with all of those people and we are happy to be in partnership with them um you can check us out every saturday at 12 noon on the unhinged sports network as soon as our show goes up on that network that very same day we go up on everywhere you can find podcasts so anyway you listen to podcasts if you don't want your commercials pay for your apple subscription because they did that this week as well with the podcast premium <laughs> subscriptions you can pay tonight listen to commercials uh um, all that stuff so with that being said make sure that you are staying safe you're wearing your mask giving people their flowers while they're still alive because clearly yes. no no day is promised to anybody uh make sure you tell your family you love them and until next week we'll see you peace Free my nigga J Hill. Uh, 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 yeah. We got the vibe on deck.
bro Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go If you could just imagine some dudes into music Get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing So here we go, Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history So now what? They got they mics and gizmos Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo Yeah, we talking sports and things From rookies who bought the vets who about to get more rings Plus more things, like a jam session or something Then we beefing cause our favorite team, John like slumming John like pumping over podcasts and steady every O You want more than that whole hum, so here we go Yeah, we go from bars to beats The podcast or AstroTurf with balls and clicks Like that, y'all Talking sports and things Talking sports and things Priest and Nomad uh. Talking sports and things We're talking sports and things Dean Turner, John Lane Talking sports and things Baby, we're talking sports and things Trey Illy, Drake Hill Talking sports and things Talking sports and things DC, baby Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.